Hello, this is Erin Weir. The journey to being a successful creative entrepreneur is filled with challenges, hard work, and occasional high points. You have the opportunity to minimize the challenges and hard work by learning from experts, mentors, and leaders that have traveled the same road before you. The Creative Genius Podcast celebrates you and your hard work and helps you shortcut the path to profit and renewed passion. Enjoy this episode with my co-host, Gail Dobie of Gail Dobie Coaching and Consulting. We are thrilled to welcome Amy Leffering to the podcast today. Amy brings more than 25 years of design experience and business background to her company, Interior Impressions, as well as lifetime love of interior design. She has inspired designing for a variety of styles from modern to California casual and specializes in bright, fresh, traditional with a coastal flair. Her work allows her to express her many areas of interest and to make every project special and individualized for each client. Amy loves collaborating with other women business owners and designers. She co-founded Women's Owners of Woodbury, or also known as WOW, as well as a host of charitable organizations. In her free time, she enjoys being on her family boat on the St. Croix River, cooking and entertaining, and spending time with her husband, Tad, and children, Jordan, Jared, Connor, Ethan, and Evan, and their dog, Jolie. Amy, we are so delighted to have you on the show today because your experience I know is going to help a lot of other designers who have been through similar things to what you've gone through. And as we've talked about things, and I guess you've worked with us now for two and a half years. So that just seems like it's forever ago, but (laughs) yeah, it's gone very quickly. But I really want to talk about first why you're on this show, because I know you have a heart around this. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. I so appreciate it. And I am always eager and happy to talk about my experience with the Gail Dolby coaching program because it truly has impacted my business and my personal life dramatically. And um, it's, it's amazing to think about how much has changed in those two and a half years. And anytime I can help someone else earlier in their career path to find the right people to help them and guide them through, I'm happy to do so because I really wish I would have known about the Gail Dolby coaching program sooner. And um, I just think about where I might be today if I had started this six to eight years ago when I was first starting my business and I had left my full-time job to go into doing design full-time and walked away from a very good career to take a huge risk. And I think I floundered through the first few years until I found you. And I just wish I would have found you sooner. Well, I'm glad you found us when you did, because um, I, I think the story that you were relating just before we started our podcast today is such an important story. So when you actually came in, the first thing that you did was our VIP program. And why don't you share a little bit about that and what happened during that session? Absolutely. So I had mentioned I first found you on the internet and just listened to some of the Design Success University programs and read the newsletters and was just dipping my toes. But it was refreshing to see that there was something out there specifically for designers, because as we all know, this career can sometimes be like you're living on an island and you don't have a supportive community to to help you. And so that was my first initial um, interaction with uh, Design Success University. And then 
a friend of mine, Bria Hamill, um, we were eating lunch one day and she was talking about how her experience with VIP and the boardroom had dramatically catapulted her business and just how much support and everything that she was getting from being involved. And so that was really the pivoting point for me where I, I realized that if it can work for her and I, I watched her success um, over the you know couple of years before that um, just continue to grow. And so it was the best testimonial when you know somebody and you've seen how it's worked and then to get her testimonial and confidence to just do it, just go for it. So I signed up for VIP and I was so scared. I was terrified. It was, you know, a big investment and I wasn't really making much money. So that was a hard decision to make. It's like, okay, I can either pay myself or I can just make some sacrifices to do this. But I I just had that faith that it was going to be a good decision. So VIP, I just remember being devastated when you guys broke down numbers and I saw that all of my hard work, 50, 60 plus hours a week for years, pouring my heart and soul into my business that at the end of the day, I was only at a 1% profit margin. (laughs) And I cried. I just remember being just devastated by that. Just like, why am I doing this? I love doing this. I don't want this to fail, but I have to feed you know, my family, I have to provide for my family. I promised my husband that when I quit my pharmaceutical sales job that I'd give it a, you know, a couple of years. And if I wasn't able to make any money that I'd go back, but I'm like, I'm not going back. I, I have to make this work. <laughs> so I think that was a big eye opener for me, just seeing that all of that, the fruits of my labor were kind of lost. And so I was really ready. I was at that point so ready to just do whatever you said. <laughs> whatever Gail and Aaron tell me to do, I'm going to do. And I did. And I can definitely say it's paid off. <laughs> so, Well, that's what we guarantee is that it's going to pay off. And what was really exciting about that is when you said it was a 1% net profit and you weren't paying yourself what you needed as well. And I think you might have had some things that you owed as well. So you had a lot of things that were pressure on you. And it's scary as heck to come to someone like us and make that big investment and not be sure, will it work for me? I think that's a question a lot of people have. But the other part is there's got to be that heart, that determination where you just say, I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to do what needs to be done. I'm coachable. And you are consummately coachable. And that's one of the things I love about you. And the other thing is that was so interesting is that you really do have a good understanding of your numbers. And as we were going through those numbers, it was very clear that you understood financial statements and and yet it was hard to know what to do to get to that next level. So, you know, it's really fun to now look back and see where you've come and how far you've come and just for example, just talk about what have the results been over this period of time? And it's been two and a half years. Yes. So I had my VIP in January of 2018. So the results, I mean, I didn't even believe the results when you were dishing out awards and had over a 4,000% increase. Amazing. And it was like, wait a minute. I even emailed you. I, I think 
I think the numbers are wrong. Are you sure about that? <laughs> so, um, yeah. I mean, that speaks for itself. And honestly, like, um, I can say that I'm 100% debt free, not just in my business, but personally, and have more money in the bank than I've ever had right now. And I feel just so much more secure. I don't get nervous every time my bookkeeper gives me a report once a week. Cause you know, there were years that I was like, all right, which bills do you want to pay? Because we can't, we can't pay them all this week when we're going to have to be a little late on this or that until, cause I didn't have cash flow under control. Like Mm -hmm. I had good positive numbers and I understood my spreadsheets, but cash flow is a whole different animals so mm-hmm. it's like what do you mean we don't have enough money to pay this <laughs> and um so i think just uh, implementing your techniques um one of the most impactful is the profit first program um we do that and diligently and it absolutely has made a huge difference and then just looking at my numbers every week and making sure i understand that we have set aside reserves for a rainy day which came in helpful during COVID um, Mm -hmm. because that first couple of months was rough and um, you know, just really allocating your cash flow to make sure that you don't have that happen. And that's, that's made a dramatic difference in Mm -hmm. my life and peace of mind. I mean, my goodness, that's so valuable too. just not having to worry all the time, just knowing that we're in a really good place and we're just going to keep growing and getting stronger and stronger. So it's helped a lot. So Amy, I'd love to just learn more about who Amy is too, um, personal on a more personal level. So what are some of the biggest challenges that you've overcome? I know you, we've heard about a few of the challenges in your business, but personally, what are some of the, the challenges that you've overcome? Yeah. Well, um, I think one of the reasons that I got into doing design full time was I had, you know, started about 26, Six years ago, when my second child was born, um, uh, went back to school to take design classes, and that's sort of really what I wanted to do. But it's always been always had been part time. But in two thousand and nine, I left my full time job, and with the intent of starting a design business full time. Right after that happened, I was diagnosed with cancer, and um, I just lost you know my health insurance. I had just lost my life insurance. Because I planned on, you know, signing up for those programs once I got my business going. So I was, you know, in this place where it's like, oh my gosh, just starting to get momentum on how I'm going to start this new business. And then I got sick. And um, so that was, that was probably the biggest challenge was, you know, how am I going to navigate this? And um, at that time, I had uh, stage four neuroendocrine carcinoma, which was, started in my small intestine and had metastasized my liver. Um, at that time, I was told that I literally had weeks, maybe months left. So that was, um, that was challenging. <laughs> it was like, wow. okay, so A, you know, you don't want to leave I have three children and two stepchildren and kind of newly married. I was remarried. So you know, that those are challenges too: divorce, remarriage, blended families. But, mm-hmm. but the cancer was probably the biggest because, you know, that means your life, right? And that means that everything that you 
want to live for is at risk. So um, I just battled, battled it out. And um, it was two years surgeries and radiation treatments and clinical trials in Houston and all sorts of fun things. But you know, what it taught me was that um, you really got to decide what's important in your life and, and go for it. Don't let things hold you back. It's now or never. So like, do what you want to do, pursue your dreams and think about what makes you happy and, and just do that and just make it work. So I think that was huge challenge, but I would never, uh, I would never give it back because I think it taught me so many things and it, it was a trajectory toward where I am now. And I, I don't know if, if I hadn't have had that happen to me, I'm not sure if any of this would have happened. I might've been just playing it safe and staying in a full-time job working for somebody else and not really pursuing my passion. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad it all happened. And I wouldn't necessarily appreciate my family and my time with my kids and everything else as much as I do today. So it's, it was like I, the saying, you know, it happened for you, not to you. So mm-hmm. I believe that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's an amazing story. And when I think about how resilient you are, and I know you went through some things this year with your, I think your son had a fire and then there were riots by your offices and (laughs) you had just so many things that you've overcome. And the thing that I just have always appreciated about you is how positive you are and you stay really upbeat considering how many things you've had to overcome. And I think there's so much to be learned from that. And I appreciate watching as a coach and watch you and how you deal with things. And it just blows my mind. (laughs) Amazing. Thanks, Gail. Well, I think that when I look back at all the difficult things that have happened in my life, I realized at that time, it felt like it was the worst thing ever. And then Years later, you look back and you're like, oh, you know what? I can kind of, I can see why that happened or what that did for me or what that did to me that made me stronger, made me more resilient, made me make some decisions that I maybe wouldn't have made otherwise. So yeah, you know, there's, there's always going to be curveballs thrown at you, but I really truly believe that there's going to be a better result down the road, whatever it may be. I mean, sometimes it's hard to look at things like, my son that had that a fire and almost died and lost his dog and has also, you know, been dealing with some serious depression, mental health issues. That's been challenging. And that's the hardest one for me to see, like, why is this happening? And when is it going to end? But, you know, part of me thinks that at some point, maybe it's priming for him that he's going to really be helpful to somebody else someday, or he's going to be able to help several other people someday and maybe he just needs to go through this to be in that place and so I truly believe in my heart that something good's going to come out of it it's just when I don't know <laughs> but, you know I, I I I think that helps it helps me get through you know COVID to mm-hmm. all of the things that have changed and sometimes we can just sit around and feel sad or feel depressed at the things that we don't have or that we can't do but I'm trying to look at it as an opportunity to appreciate the things we can do and maybe, you know, look at how it's changing things for the better in, in small ways. And, you know, hopefully when we get through it soon, <laughs> it, it'll, you know, the positive results will outweigh the negative. 
Well, you're such an inspiration, both as a businesswoman and as a mother and soon to be grandmother. <laughs> so um, who inspires you? How, how do you stay inspired through times like this and, and running a business and all the things that come with that? Well, I would say my mom's like my first inspiration. She had a, you know, a, not the easiest childhood. Her parents got divorced when she was young and her mom worked nights and she literally like raised her younger siblings. And then she had me when she and my dad were married, but they were young, very young, like right out, right out of high school. And my dad um, ended up passing away when he was 24. And so she was a single mom with a toddler and she never, you know, she just powered through. She was just a trooper and she's just always been very positive too. And um, she just showed me that women can be super strong and that we can be independent and deal with things, you know, on our own and, and just handle it. And growing up, she always made me feel like I could do anything. Uh, she, she was constantly like, you can do anything you set your mind to. You just work hard and I know you can do it. And she just really made me believe that. And I, I, thank her for that because I don't think I would be doing what I'm doing if I didn't have that confidence that you know it just takes hard work and and determination and you can make it happen I think now too you know besides that kind of fueling who I am but right now my other inspirations are our boardroom group and you guys you know because it's so inspiring to watch other designers achieve their dreams and you know it makes it feel more realistic and attainable when you actually know people and see it it's like oh my gosh you know look at what they've done in two years and look at what they plan to do and what's really unique and fun is that everyone has a little bit different journey and everyone might have different ideas of what they want to do next and so there's such a variety just in the field but it's just it it fuels the passion and it's just, it's so inspiring to have that group around me and everyone cheering you on and, you know, we can really just elevate each other, which is great. I'm so thankful. We were talking about your boardroom group known as the Design Tribe this morning. And, you know, just coming off, Gail was on vacation last week and we had a holiday weekend. Then we went right into two days of a virtual retreat with you guys. And most people would probably be really exhausted from all of that, right? <laughs> Except for we were just talking about how your your group just has this vibe and this love that is present that is very energizing. So any conversation that we're having with you or presentation that we're doing with you all, is just so energizing. And so I'm like, wait, what, what day of the week is it? Friday's tomorrow. What? How's this happening? But um, yeah, yeah. it's a very special group of people. We do. And everybody just um, is there for each other too, which is great. But of course, coming off those two days, I have literally three pages of notes of things to do. And so um, my team hasn't even seen it yet. So <laughs> watch out. Here comes this. going to blow up. <laughs> How are you planning to uh, present that to your team as far as some um, changes or ideas that you have coming? 
Yes. Well, one's going to go on maternity leave any day now. So she'll, she'll kind of get to escape that. But <laughs> and I just hired two new people. So we're still kind of in training mode. So it's, it's been super busy, but, um, so most is probably going to fall on my shoulders, but, um, we, you know, have weekly team meetings and, uh, we do use Asana and, um, one of my new designers is just amazing. She's been helping with uh, marketing as well. Uh, we're doing a little brand refresh. And so it's been really fun. So we'll have a marketing meeting once a week. And then we also have our team meeting once a week. And of course, intermittent project meetings. But we'll we'll come up with some plans. I usually do quarterly um, goals, you know, quarterly themes. So I think after this quarter is the rebrand or the re- the brand refresh and the next quarter is going to be a lot of the things that we uh, took out of our boardroom conference group. So that'll be on the plate. (laughs) What are some of your 10 year goals? If you don't mind sharing, because I think some of those came from our yesterday's boardroom group and it was so exciting to hear everybody's ideas and where they were going to go and, and also just elevating those up to the next level. Oh my gosh. Like so many cool aspirations that came out mm-hmm. of our group and a lot of different, very different things too. So it's, it was very amazing and inspiring, but um, you know, I, I really want to just keep growing our business. I don't want to get monstrously big, but I would love to maybe at some point have two locations, one somewhere warm <laughs> and beachy <laughs> and be able to have two branches and um, you know, at some point in my life, I want to be able to escape a little bit. So I would love to own a beachfront property that I could rent out, but then use, you know, several weeks out of the year and have my family come down children, grandchildren and everyone friends. So that's kind of a dream of mine, but so within 10 years, I'm hoping that that can happen. Um, um, right now, we're working on developing a charity organization. So I'm hoping by the end of next year that that will be active and running. Um, so that that's something that's really important to me is to give back. And um, it'll be focused around families that are dealing with a cancer diagnosis. So that'll be something close to home for me. And then I am also working on developing some programs that make the communication and selections process better between designers, builders, architects, remodelers. So that's something that I feel is a really neat, something that's needed, whether it's just going to help my business or whether we maybe go bigger with it. I don't know, but it's something that's important to me. So I'm spending some time on that. So that'll get developed um, soon. And I'd also like to get into maybe flipping a house or two. I've always wanted to do it and just haven't had the time or funds to do it. But now I'm getting close to a point where I, I'm ready. So I might dip my toes in that. And then, uh, gosh, what else? Lastly, I think I want to do some sort of online business too. I don't know what that looks like yet, whether it's some sort of uh, consultation or whether it's products. I don't know, but I, I really am interested in developing some sort of a, you know, extra passive income of some sort, because I think that's really where the future is going. So lots of things. And I think it's almost harder after coming off a of boardroom and hearing everyone's ideas. And I'm like, oh, 
yeah, I should do that too. <laughs> oh, oh, that would be great. But then I'm like, all right, reel it in because I can't do everything. But uh, just it's fun though because I I love that this is ever evolving and you know having having um, been part of this group has given me the confidence to just go for things. You know, like let's just do it. Let's see where it goes. So. I, I'm excited. I'm excited for the next 10 years. I don't know that I'll ever like quit working, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there's a lot of us here in that boat. <laughs> well, it's fun. There's something so rewarding about building a team, building a company, learning because the journey of learning is something that it's really a gift because you don't have to have a perfect answer or a perfect plan, but you have to be able to be adaptable and kind of go with it. And then also have that bigger vision. So I'd love to ask you, what's your biggest dream, whether you've realized it or not? What is that? Well, you know, I think my dream always as a young woman was to be entrepreneurial and own my own business. And I definitely wanted a family. So I feel like what I thought I would be or what I thought my life would be like at 50, I'm 52 right now. So what I thought it would be like at 50, I, I feel like my life is so much more than I ever imagined it would be. So I feel like in that respect, I've surpassed what my dream was when I was younger. But um, now, you know, it's really just, I think, to be able to make my life more meaningful to people. I'm not doing this just for me, but, you know, how can this, how can my hard work and where my life has led me, how can that help others? And so I think in, in many different ways, whether it be through charity, whether it be through inspiring other women business owners, um, I did start a women-owned business group in our, in our area, and it's for all, all types of businesses, but we're all local women-owned businesses. And so we've been meeting for a few years now and really just a great support for those of us that are trying to run companies. So, um, you know, I want to continue to do that, but maybe on a bigger level. I just think that whatever I do going forward needs to be meaningful for my family and other women-owned business owners and people dealing with cancer or who, whoever it is. But that to me is more important now is how is my life going to make a difference for others. When I'm gone someday, I want to make sure that it was for a reason, mm-hmm. that there was meaning behind it. So that's you're creating. Train. <laughs> yeah, and you're doing great. And the thing is, and I, I know I feel this way too, that I, I want to have a legacy for the business and I want it to continue after me. I want Aaron to still be there and be benefiting from it and our whole team. So that's really important. And it's obviously the same for you. And I know that one of the things what we our tagline for boardroom is really beyond business. And so one of the great things that happens as a result of you all taking VIP and taking boardroom and taking coaching and turning all of that into a more successful business for you allows you to give back so much to family, to community and to causes and purposes that are really important for you. So I think that gives a lot of people more of a, maybe a a feeling of this is really what I was put on this earth to do is to give back. And so my business is my vehicle for allowing me to afford to do that. 
So I love that. And, and I think that's who we attract as clients too, or people who have that big purpose and that big heart that want to build a legacy in their lives and in their business. So that's so exciting to watch. So I'm always interested in hearing what people are reading, especially what business women are reading these days. Um, so what's the best, what's the best, most recent book that you've been diving into? Yes. Well, I've always got two books going at one time. Usually one's like a pleasure read. And so one of the last ones that I read that of her book club was um, Where the Crawdads Sing. And I love that. That was just a great little story and heartwarming. And so I usually have something, it depends on my mood, um, but I'm always reading some sort of self-improvement or business book. And I would say in recent t- months, and a lot of them are from you, Gail. So thank you. Love to read. Um, <laughs> yes. So I was like, well, if I need a new one, I just ask you or Aaron, <laughs> what should I do? <laughs> but I think the most impactful book that I've read in the last, you know, well, year, because I started, I really started in January was The Miracle Morning. And that was, again, from you, recommendation. And, um, and that has dramatically changed my life as well. So I started in January. This year is my motto for 2020 was healthy 2020, which is kind of ironic because, of course, hadn't even heard of COVID then. So it's sort of um, interesting that it, my healthy 2020 is is filled with fear of COVID. But um, what I've been focusing on is doing, you know, the miracle morning routine and getting up and taking that time for myself and meditating, praying. Um, exercising every morning, visualization, affirmations, journaling. So, and I, I will admit like two years ago and somebody said, Oh, you should meditate. I would have rolled my eyes and I was like, okay, sure. (laughs) But, um, I, now I'm like, I need to go meditate. (laughs) Sometimes I'll just be having a little stressful moment. I'm like, I just need to go, you know, just chill for a second and meditate. And it's amazing what an impact it's made and I'm eating healthier. I feel more energetic. I'm losing weight. I'm, my body is feeling better and it's just impacted everything. And I think that impacts how we work too. So Mm -hmm. I can't say enough about the miracle morning because not only was it just a good read, but it, it's transformed my, my life dramatically. So Thank you for that recommendation. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> and you know, I've always got lots of books to, <laughs> to share. <laughs> oh, that's okay. so good. So one of a, a fun question is, so if you were to be stranded on a desert island, who would you have with you or what would you have with you? So that's a hard question because I don't think I could pick one person. So I think I'd just make sure I had my phone. Because then I could FaceTime. <laughs> I could FaceTime with everybody. I could see my family and my friends and listen to music because I love listening to music. And I could listen to my podcasts. And, you know, two of my favorites are Hal Elrods from um, Achiever Goals. And then I love Rob Dial to the Mindset Mentor. Mm. So those are usually my morning. I listen to the podcast in the morning. And, um, so yeah, I think I would have to have my phone because then I could just be connected to all those things that are important to my daily life. <laughs> so. Love that. 
Well, Amy, we just appreciate you being with us today. And um, it's always just such an inspiring experience to just be around you and hear about what you're doing in your life and in your business. Do you have um, three takeaways that you can share with our listeners today that they can go and implement right away that you think would really resonate with them coming out of this podcast? Sure. Um, And there's so many, but (laughs) I think if I had to narrow down to three really good life lessons that I've learned that I would share, if I could tell my younger self, right? One would be to enlist the help of others. Like, don't try to do everything on your own. Seek out people that are smarter than you or better than you in certain areas where it's not your strength. And don't be afraid to spend some money on that. Like whether that's paying for a consultant or if that's just hiring somebody that has really great experience, that's going to elevate your company. Um, it's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. And I think, you know, that first couple of hires you're fearful because you're like, I can't afford this, but really you can't afford not to. So I would say, don't even question it, just do it. And number two, I would say, uh, just really make sure you take time for self-care and take care of your body and take care of your mind and your soul. Because if you get to a certain age and you don't have those things, then all that you've been working for doesn't matter. We need to make sure we preserve that and take good care of ourselves. And it just makes everything else in your life better. And I think number three would be to just really appreciate experience over things and to really appreciate them and experience the gratitude that comes around our family and our relationships and um, the things that you have not focus on the things you don't have because that alone makes you happy. It's just, we're happy with what we have and what is right there around us. Then there's nothing to want for. And so, you know, can always strive for, for more, but, you know, appreciating what we have is so important and, and just experience that. And don't just throw it away because you're always looking for the next better thing. That's well, amazing. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm hashtag inspired. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today, Amy. It's always been a pleasure. Definitely inspired. And um, we can't wait to see your 10-year vision come to life um, as we continue to work together. So thank you so much. And good luck with that new grandbaby. Enjoy all the cuddles coming up this fall. Oh, thank you so much. We can't wait. I'm excited to see what that next chapter holds. And thanks for having me today. I really enjoyed being with you guys. You can follow Interior Impressions on Instagram and Facebook and learn more about Amy and her team on our website, interiorimpressions.org. 